Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my awesome guest, I always like to start with a marketing tip that I think can also be incorporated into self-care. And so my marketing tip of the week, what is that going to be? I'm going to talk about the importance of ambassadorship and affiliate marketing. I truly believe that if you are not maximizing on signing up on Amazon Associates, or if you are constantly recommending things to people all the time, like we all have good hearts and want to do it to be giving. But if you're doing it a lot, there is no reason that you should be leaving money on the table for yourself. So really explore options on how to become an ambassador for a brand. You're giving the advice anyway, like why couldn't you make pennies for it, right? Or sometimes they pay much better. So I think it's worth it, especially if you're going to continue to buy the product and refer it anyway, make money on it, right? Why not? So that is my marketing and self-care tip of the week. I am super excited to have back on. We have the fabulous Ginger Burr, who is the owner and founder of Total Image Consultant. She's been an image consultant for 30 plus years. And today we talk all about mixing and matching prints. How do you make it work? Some fall trends that are trending, some things that are kind of like, what are people thinking? And so much more. So I can't wait for you to hear from Ginger. If you're not familiar with her, definitely check her out on social media. I think you're really going to get inspired by today's podcast. So stay tuned for the amazing Ginger Burr. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I'm so excited to be back here with the amazing Ginger Burr, the founder of Total Image Consultant. She is one rock star image consultant. And if you don't know her, you should. Ginger, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Jackie. It's always so much fun. I'm looking forward so to it. So fun. I'm so excited to talk all about prints today, right? Because that is what is trending right now. So let's talk about what is what print trends are trending right now. Like, what are you okay. seeing? So there are there are a bunch of them. I mean, it's fall. And so at least here in the cooler climates, plaid is everywhere. It always is. And it's just a fall trend. So if you like plaid, people I have a, like, I don't own any plaid, <laughs> but you know, you either love plaid or you don't. If you like it, Hey, this is the time of year to go and get it. But we're also seeing florals. Now that's not all that unusual because in the past couple of falls, we've seen florals, but they're very rich, very elegant florals. They're not like this big giant flower just plastered on a dress or something. They have an elegance and an they can have kind of a mysteriousness to them, which is makes them kind of interesting and yeah. a little different from particularly what we see in the spring. And also what's very in and a little, I, I, I don't actually see a ton of us wearing this, but there are kind of surreal prints that you have to do a double take to see. Sometimes they can get a little raunchy, what, you know, the designs that are on there, but they're interesting. I just I just think that we may not see most of us wearing those. And just sort of the other one that's kind of fun right now is animal-inspired prints. So traditional animal prints, they're kind of always in, but these are animal-inspired prints. So for instance, right now at Loft, they have this cute little sweatshirt that has two little 
you know, outlines of kitties here. It's adorable. These are kind of an adorable look. It's not for everybody. Uh, Cabby has one that has little birds on it. It's very pretty. So does J. Jill. So there's like these animal inspired designs that you'll see that actually feature outlines or depictions of animals. So those are some of the prints. I love it. I mean, so what is your take on stripes? Is that always relevant? Stripes are kind of always in. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing right now are thick stripes. And those are a little trickier to for women. I don't know. A lot of women worry about horizontal prints. I mean, I'm a believer that they can work. I, I don't think we should totally rule them out almost ever. But thicker horizontal stripes can feel overpowering. They do also draw the eye widthwise you know, horizontally. So you have to decide if that's something that you want to wear. And it's a very bold statement. So if your inner beauty words support that kind of intensity, that drama, that boldness might be perfect for you. Yeah. I guess it really depends on their inner beauty words and their day-to-day. Go to Ginger for your inner beauty words. That's like a really (laughs) fun, like, that's a fun activity. Like I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Okay, so now we know your recent also Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered blog has come out for the fall season. So let's definitely go through that. I love the metallic pants. I think those are so much fun. Aren't those great? And you know what's really awesome about them too is it's not just, well, okay, silver. There's only silver pants. They're every metallic. There's rose gold. There's gold. There's bronze. There's silver. There's pewter. There's, if you really like the idea of a metallic print that you could then wear with a, you know, basically and probably a neutral top, unless you're really adventurous, there's something for everybody, for everyone's coloring. So I think they can be really fun and you can do them in a jean style. You can do them in a dressy style to go to an event. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a really fun uh, trend that's out there. I love that. What do you think like inspires these trends? Like where do these come from? They're actually set a long time before we the season actually comes around. And I don't know the specific people who determine them, but there are just these, I don't know, these gurus out there who kind of determine, you know, I think some of it is determined not, I mean, we live in the Boston area. I, I Very little. <laughs> Very few trends are actually started in Boston. We're going to be in Paris and London and I don't know, you know, places. And some of it is inspired by street styles that you see, that they see out there. There are people who study this and see where are, a lot of it is inspired by street style. And it will, where is that taking us? Where is that taking us? And that's why some of it also gets pretty crazy, really. Um, And if you ever, I love watching things like, Project Runway, Making the Cut, those kind of, I mean, some of the trends that are the styles that they show in these designer before and afters, they're wild, totally wild. And most of us would never, ever, ever wear them. They're they're not, you know, made for us, little bits and pieces of them maybe, but they actually trickle down into the trends that we see. For sure. But they're so creative and eclectic that it's like, it just is so awesome. Like, I don't know. It, it excites me whether I would ever wear it or not. I'm just like, this person is pulling it off on the runway, right? Like, totally. I mean, I also watch, I love some of these, um, I don't know what you call reality shows, I guess, but there's one called Glow Up, which is in based in the UK and it's makeup. Oh my gosh. The designs that they do on people's faces are amazing. And the 
it's mostly younger people who are the contestants. Some of what they wear just day to day is wild and crazy. I mean, no one I know would wear most of what they're wearing, but you can see they're trend setting. They are showing us where the future of makeup and style and fashion and all of that is heading. And for some people, it'll be like, whoa, too much for me. But it's, I think it's fun to see, even though I'm not going to wear mascara designs all over my face. She looks amazing in it. So it's just interesting and intriguing to see where it all comes from and where we're heading. For sure. Can we touch more on your blog, like with your thoughts on the Bewitch Bothered and like the styles that you talked about? Because I thought they were fun. I think there are a number of them that are really great trends, very wearable trends right now, you know, for particularly for my clients. A lot of my clients tend to be more classic oriented with a little twist. But my favorite, 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 favorite thing is a brown, a dark, I mean, a true dark brown is back. It's like, hello, it only took like 10 years for us <laughs> to get dark brown again. So many people look really good in a deep, rich brown, and yet they haven't wanted to give it to us. So if you are someone who loves brown or looks good in brown, please run to the store and start buying some brown because who knows when they'll bring it back again. <laughs> I also really love, and I know not everybody does, but I'll talk also in a minute about why not everybody does, is strong shoulders. There's a we're seeing a trend towards stronger shoulders in blazers, more fitted styles, a little bit of a return to the 80s without we're not talking giant, I mean, except maybe in, you know, on the runway, giant, giant shoulders. We're talking about strong shoulders, so defined shoulders. And where I have narrow sloped shoulders, I love that little bit of uh, just structure that it gives to me. And it also speaks to one of my inner beauty words, seriously determined very clearly. But the often the people who don't love it are the ones who just naturally have nice, strong shoulders. I mean, I'm envious of people who have really nice, strong shoulders because I want those, but I have to make them in my clothing. But it's way more doable now than it was because it's a trend. For sure. Yeah. So interesting though. So are you seeing these with prints, like blazers with prints? Or are you seeing more like plain or? Well, we're seeing them in a little bit of everything, but I think right now, mostly you'll see those in more solid colors as the trend takes form. We have been so over, what happens with trends is they start out as, okay, this is kind of interesting. And then they grow and they grow and they grow and they grow, and they grow until they're almost ridiculous. Right. And they just want to an extreme. And that's what has happened with the whole oversized thing. We've taken it to an extreme. I don't know if we can get any bigger. I mean, for instance, right now, one of the trends that I really think is totally ridiculous is duvet coats. Like just, it's almost like just grab your puff off your, off your bed and throw it around your shoulders and wear that out. I mean, really, I don't know one person who's going to do that. But that, I mean, that's the extreme that we've gone to. And in some of these makeover shows or the designer shows that I've seen, huge, I mean, massive puffer coats is like things to the floor, sleeves to here, this big. That's what we're seeing. So think it's gone to an extreme. So what we're starting, and it's going to take a while, particularly here in our area, because we're a little more conservative, is we're starting to go back to more things that are a little bit more fitted, which I'll tell you, my clients are like, yes, 
finally. So we'll see that. And then that will go to an extreme and then we'll have that, you know, this just goes on forever. (laughs) So cool though. It's very like unique to see extremes, right? Like where's the middle ground? (laughs) It's so interesting. What's frustrating is when they go to an extreme and they don't give you like, that's the only option. Right. it right. takes me, I mean, I do massive amounts of online shopping for my clients. I wouldn't believe how long it sometimes takes me to find tops that are a little bit more fitted and don't just, I mean, you put something that oversized on me. I just, drown, I feel, I don't know what other people think about how it looks on me. I feel like I'm just drowning in fabric. For sure. And I, don't, I personally do not like that feeling. So it's hard. I think we... We should have a mix of things like we're seeing with pants right now. You know, we're seeing almost every imaginable length, uh, width, uh, cut of rise of pants out there. And to me, that's as it should be. Let people choose what they want to wear. And yes, make sure it feels current and it doesn't feel like you're dressing from the 90s or 80s or whatever, you know, decade that you go back to, but that it feels current, but let us choose what we want to wear. I hate it when they just say, this is, this is what's in. It's like, no, (laughs) no. That's like one thing that I love that we were talking about today. Like it's just, it's not about the trends. It's like, what's relevant to you, right? It's like, yes, things can be trending, but it might not be your trend. Exactly. And you know, there's a difference between trendy and current. For sure. You also, you want to look current and you want to, I mean, you know this, Jackie, about me, you want to reflect who you are, your inner beauty. You want that to be your the driving factor in what helps you create your wardrobe. For so sure. no, thank you for sharing that. That's so good. So what is something you are, well, we were talking about the duvet, the duvet jackets, but like, what are some more things you are just completely not a fan of right now? Well, there's something that I saw described as um, horseshoe shaped jeans. <laughs> I mean, I think it's because they've given us everything else. And so, although somebody will probably come up with something wild and crazy, but they're, they're, they bow out on the sides. So they're, you know, they look like a horseshoe. You can, you can picture that. That's exactly, I thought that was such a perfect definition for them. You can't, you almost can't even find them in the stores right now, unless you go to the most trendy stores. And I can't think of any of my clients who are actually going to wear that style. Um, I personally don't think it's all that flattering, but you know, unless you're really trendy and you're really hip and cool, which I am not hip or cool. I never have been. Don't so, say yourself. Yes, you are. <laughs> you're funny. You're funny. But yeah, I, I think it's sort of a crazy trend. And you know who do I think of though? I think of like cowboys. Cowboys exactly. wear these, exactly. right? Yes, yes. Oh, totally what it what it looks like to me. It's yeah. totally what it looks like. And, you know, there are things that are, I don't know that that will catch on. There is a difference between fads and trends. Right. And to me, that feels a little bit like, or maybe that's this is just wishful thinking on my part. The horseshoe-shaped jeans feel a little like a fad. So hopefully that, you know, Two years from now, we're not going to see that's the only shape of jeans that they want us to wear. Because if it is, I'm giving up jeans. <laughs> so funny. So funny. So what is, so you said dark brown, right? What are some other colors that are trending now? You know, some of the more traditional fall colors, like there's always that deep purple. Red is everywhere. 
And what's nice about it is they're not just showing us one shade of red. We're seeing the deeper reds. We're seeing magentas that have some pink in them. We're seeing some orangey reds. So there's kind of something for everyone, which is perfect. If they Sometimes in the spring, they like to give us like just primary red, like good luck. That's a, such a bright color and it does not look good on a lot of people. But when they give us this range of reds, there's really something for almost everyone. For sure. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I feel like people wear red like all through the year. No? Yeah. Red is, it's a great color. And if it's a good one for you, you make it work. For sure. Season. We're also seeing a little bit of green. Some, some are kind of funny chartreuse greens, which are a little bit harder to wear, but we're also still seeing a little bit of forest green, which always makes my heart sing because Forest green just looks good on so many people that I love when they give us that foresty green. And then there's some degree of yellow. They always like to give us yellow and that's fine. It can be a really hard color to pull off, but um, there's some yellow out there too. And then the metallics, as you mentioned earlier. So fun. I love that eclectic like piece. I think it makes it fun. Yes. Yeah, you have another favorite trend out there or, or you know something that just makes you happy to wear? Is there something you have? That's a great question. Well, I just got a really cool top from you from Cabby that I love the print and I am not a big print person. I don't remember. It was kind of like diamondy shaped with, I don't know. Do you remember the exact print that was? Uh, it's, yeah. It's got a subtlety to it, yeah. which is, it doesn't overpower you because sure. you're petite too. So, right. you know, and not that petites can't wear somewhere bigger prints, but if we also look at some of your inner beauty words, there's, you know, although you have the, big deal, the adorable big deal, but you also have some softer ones. And so you don't want the prince to speak ahead of you. So totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. I would say like, I'm, I'm getting comfortable in that arena more like things with your help. Yeah. Not a big print person. I just never yeah. have, but I really do love florals too. Like I really, they look really nice on other people. It's something that I'm open to exploring at some point. Yeah. I really well, like florals that. Be great. It's a matter of finding the right color, sure. color the florals, the right size of the florals, the right contrast level, light to dark level, you know, all of those things. And then of course, you know, I sound like a broken record, but what speaks to your inner beauty as well. So finding right. one that really feels like you, but it can be a fun thing to explore and see, sure. you know, you can have it. Yeah, I want to find a floral something, even if it's just a scarf, I want right. to find a floral something that I can wear. I think that's a fun thing to think about. For sure. One thing that I love too that you wore recently was the monochromatic suit. I love those. I think they're amazing. Like, I feel like you could wear those all year. Like, it wouldn't even matter, right? Like, I don't even think it's just a seasonal thing. Oh, I totally agree. It's, there's always an elegance to it. And I'm wondering if it's a Virgo thing for us too. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other day too, I was out and I saw this one wearing a really nice pink one. And I was like, this looks amazing on her. Like, just, I'm, I'm inspired by that because I think it makes a statement without being like too much, but. I agree. And and one of the things, I mean, you just hit the nail on the head for a trend that's out there right now. And that is monochromatic in color, not just let's do brown or let's do navy or let's do white or whatever, but doing it in color, obviously always in colors that look really good on you. But I agree. I love that trend. It's a beautiful trend and it makes it so easy to get dressed. You put it on, you're done. (laughs) And it's comfortable. It's flattering. It's like all the things. Yeah. So (laughs) 
in a in a track suit, sweatsuit, workout wear, or you can do it in a business suit. You can do it in something you're wearing to a right. formal event. You can have a lot of fun with that whole monochromatic, colorful look. Yeah. So true. And also like mix and matching outfits with that too, right? Like you don't just have to wear the jacket with like you can wear it with something else. You can split the pieces up. Absolutely. It becomes very versatile. Yeah, I agree. Sure. And I just like the colorful pants because nobody normally on a day-to-day wears a lot of colorful pants, but it gives you an excuse to do that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But they're mean too. You know, they can be fun as well. And pairing them with your neutrals can look really cool and fun. Sure. So let's go back to prints. So like if somebody, because I think about myself, like you just said, like somebody that's not super comfortable in mixing and matching prints, since this is your forte, what are some steps that people can consider to think about? Well, the first thing you want to do when you're thinking about mixing prints, first, you have to be comfortable in one print. I mean, kind of like what you were just saying is you have to find a print, one that you love. And then because it becomes much more busy and not really trendy, but a little bit of a busier look to mix prints. So, but it can be fun. And it can, again, be another way to make your wardrobe more flexible and versatile and all of that. But basically what I recommend is, you know, choose a color. And often if you do it with stripes, start with stripes and choose a, whether it's black and white or navy and white or a color, stripe and then find stripes and florals tend to go really well together. So then find a floral that has some of that color in it and play with the combination. Sometimes what you may want to do is keep it simple. So do a a top in a stripe and then add a scarf so that you're not like overpowering yourself in uh, so much print that it just makes you want to run screaming back to your closet. You want to, you know, just ease into it a bit so that it, 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 you play with it and do little bits of it at a time so that you're not overwhelmed. I think that's a great first step suggestion for sure. What's a favorite outfit of yours that you like to mix prints so people can like picture a visual? All right. So in full transparency here, I'm not a big mixing prints person. I Well, you and I were just talking about how monochromatic, it's one of our things. And so mixing prints for me, can it has to have a, c- a certain degree of subtlety to it usually, or I just I feel overwhelmed. So I do have a jacket um, that's got blues and caramel, kind of like my color, my hair color in it. Um, a jacket and underneath I have a white and I, th- I don't know, this might even be the photo that's on my mixing prints class. So you can go and look at that mixing prints class at the, at the graphic and see I have a white and with caramel polka dot top that I wear under it. So when I close up the jacket, all you see is the collar in that white and caramel polka dot. That goes with the caramel and blue and white jacket. So it, that's a way that I do it that doesn't feel like, whoa, too much print. Sure. I'm screaming here. So yeah, I think that's on my page. I'd have to go look, but. Yeah, no, I definitely put it in the blog too. I think that would be really good. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm just like, I think like just, to, but it also makes you more creative. So you don't feel like you always have to wear the same things, right? Absolutely. So, 
I think that that kind of excites me about it as somebody who is not super always comfortable doing that. There are lots of ways to do it so that you don't feel overwhelmed. I mean, if you're somebody whose inner beauty words are bold and unconventional and wild and crazy and, you know, whatever, like, you know, super bubbly, then you may have fun. You may just be somebody who's like, yes, I have to like mix prints to the nth degree and that can be fun. But, you know, if you're not, then there are ways to do it in a more subtle way that still has, you know, a little bit of interest, visual interest there. So, yeah. I love that. This is like inspiring. I'm like, I might try more prints after this. I really might. I might. Subtly, but I might. like. (laughs) Start small. Always start small. Baby steps. If you try, anytime you do any of this, with pretty much anything in our life often, but fashion in particular, if you dive too much into one something that you've never, ever, ever tried before, it can be overwhelming. And then what happens is you retreat and you you let go of all of the possibilities that are there when some of them may actually work for you if you take smaller baby steps. For sure. I'm looking at your jewelry. This is my last question around this. But in terms of prints, like yeah. adding jewelry, when is it too much? No, you would have the jewelry just play off of the colors, of the designs. What I did with this top is, you know, this is a color block top and I wanted something that kind of pulled the two pieces together. So I've got the mustard side with the the gold kind of mimics the mustard and pulls some of the mustard over into the other side. And for those of you who know about the fashion fit formula, it pulls my my point, my pivotal point, my balance point down with the necklace. So it serves several purposes here. Plus, it feels fun and sort of controlled fire, which is another one of my inner beauty words. So I just threw a ton of information at you, but those are all the reasons that I chose what I did choose. Oh, so to take, so it's important to take those things into consideration when it comes to. I do because I want something to feel polished for me. Polished, pulled together. Like it had an intention. Like there was a reason why I put those things together. I mean, something like, if you're somebody who's inner beauty words or things like eclectic, which is so not me, then yeah, you can do things that feel eclectic. I'm not going to be doing things that feel eclectic. It's it's going to make my mind go mental. So, you know, we have to really pay attention to who we are. And that then helps us to make the choices about someone else would accessorize this top completely differently because it would reflect who they are rather than who I am. And that's part of what makes, you know, I've been in business a really, really, really long time. It's part of, to me, what makes I get excited every day about what I do because I'm not out there just dressing everyone like me. I want to help everyone figure out who they are and then how do you choose prints, mix prints, choose accessories. That gets exciting. I agree. I agree. And every day is different, I'm assuming, too, right? Oh, totally. Totally. Every day is I love that. So can we, before we close out, talk about your mixed prints class. Okay. In the mixing prints class, what I do is I show you five different ways to mix prints with confidence. And I show you tons and tons and tons of examples because it's the kind of thing when you speak, hypoth- and this is true for a lot of fashion. And when you speak hypothetically about it, it 
does it, you know, you, you, your mind can play tricks on you or it's like, yeah, but now I have more questions. So I show you examples and exactly why in each one of these five steps, why I put those things together, why they work together. And I show examples of things that are more bold and things that are softer so that someone who's really intrigued by the concept of mixing prints, but has either not been successful doing it or wants to just, you know, be able to feel comfortable doing it right out of the gate. This will walk you through all of the steps to be able to do it, whether you jump off boldly or as you and I talked about a minute ago, you do it in a quieter, easier, more subtle way to begin with and then move on from there. I love that. Great advice, Ginger. And where can they get that? Where can they get the class? It's on my website, totalimageconsultants.com and it's under classes. So I have a whole bunch of on-demand classes and that's one of them you can just go and get anytime. Do it. It's definitely worth it. Let's step out of our comfort zones together to anybody that's listening. I think that's a great place to start. That's what the end of the year Q4 is all about, I think. So I'm all about it. Well, thank you, Ginger, so much for coming on today. This was so much fun as always. Such a pleasure. Jackie, thank you. It's always a blast. I love talking about all of this. And you are wonderful. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene. And stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.